Are you stuck in a rut, afraid, or even unsure of what to do next? Progress towards the life you've always dreamed of as Hunter and Dusty share personal stories, interview guests, and talk candidly on how to make your next step a successful and fulfilling one. Welcome to the Next Step Podcast. Here are your hosts. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Next Step Podcast. And today we've got a very special episode for you. We have our very first guest. What? Our Who, very first guest. Who's in the house? Who's in the house? Who is it? It's Kathy, Coach Kathy. <laughs> What's what? up, Kathy? <laughs> Not much. I'm glad to be here. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of fun. And, you know, Kathy, we thought you would be the perfect first guest on the Next Step podcast because I think there's a lot that people don't know about you. And you've got a pretty mm-hmm. unique journey as, as I've gotten to know you better. And I just I wanted to learn more. And I think everybody would like like to to know the mysteries of coach kathy yes kathy is very mysterious yeah so um maybe i'll do a mini intro and then and then ask you some questions yeah that sounds great well coach kathy is our newest full-time coach at hybrid she started as a member and uh and came on and uh you know as a part-time coach and now she's here full-time She's building up our Pilates and yoga program coming very soon, which oh is exciting. Boy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Kathy, the the great thing about having Kathy on your team, on your side, is, uh, I don't know, like, if you ever think there's a project that needs to get done, like, it's done before you ask and more. And you're like, what? And, and with a smile on her face all the time, like, things just get done that would never get done. Thanks to you, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just, I mean, one thing I can think about. Dusty, is there anything you would add? I mean, she's just, the the presence she brings to the gym, it's just different, mm. you know? Mm. I mean, I don't know. She's, and, and I don't want to say this in a negative, <laughs> I hope I hope you don't take this in a negative way. You're like the, you're like the mom of hybrid. <laughs> yes. The, the mom of hybrid. I'm the hybrid hen. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It, you're definitely the, um, like the glue that keeps us together. Like you're the, you're like, I, I don't even consider you like a bench player, but like, you know how they have like the six man on like a basketball team. Like you're so important, but you don't get the credit you deserve. That's how I view you. Yeah, that's like, is it like Scotty Pippen? Is that an example, or did Scotty Pippen? Uh, Scotty Pippen was yeah. a starter, okay, but wow. yeah, I mean, <laughs> nice try though. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, you know, I just it's it's pretty cool, like how you how you ended up here because I've gotten to know a little bit about your background and and all of the different uh, directions you've gone in, in your life, and so for you to end up here is is pretty cool, and so um, you know, this podcast is the next step. And mm-hmm. this is like one of your next steps. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Why don't you give us a little background? Like, you know, how, how did a adult life start for you and how did you end up here? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I come from a big family. So um, I, I think at one point I counted like 27 cousins, second cousins kind of thing. Um, and I have just one brother, um, but very loving family in New Hampshire and 
I think I was only the second one to go to college out of all my cousins. So that was a big step. Um, I didn't really have anyone to show me kind of how the ropes, like how to do that well. So I, I didn't necessarily do it well. And I ended up um, transferring, going to lots of different colleges, going, uh, getting lots of um, different degrees and certifications, everything from business management to art history to cultural anthropology. And now like all my certifications for um, fitness, personal training, Pilates, yoga, et cetera. So there was definitely a lot. Uh, I mean, that's that's a pretty broad spectrum. But um, you have to take into account that I, I'm twice your age. <laughs> so I've had a lot more time to get all that stuff done. And um, I think what sent me here to hybrid um, was actually going through a journey of illness. And I think that that's not talked about as much as far as people, you know, going on a fitness journey. A lot of it is focused on weight loss or, you know, strength training or something. And but there's a lot of people out there whose health has been really diminished by illness. And fitness is one way to take that back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's kind of why I'm here at Hybrid. Gotcha. And, okay. and when did you when did you start? You started as a member, right? Like you started coming mm -hmm. to class. I believe it was mm -hmm. around the time I started coaching. I could be wrong. You were uh, the intern at the time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, so that I re I remember um, you you were coaching some of the first classes that I took yep. with with someone like yep. with Beth or Brandon yep. or. And, and the one thing that I noticed, just real quick, when, when you started, you were, there was something different about, you know, you and when you came to class, you were always very, very curious about like the, the what, the whys and the hows. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, she asked a lot of questions. This is, this is good. This is really good. Like, and it, you know, looking back, it's no surprise that you ended up, you know, coming on as part of the team. So. Well, but I still ask a lot of questions. So about everything. That, so. that I, I wouldn't expect anything less with your <laughs> one thousand different certifications. You're 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 driven to learn and that's that's a fantastic quality. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing is that, you know, through that educational journey all these years is I've had like everything for jobs from, you know, waitressing to cleaning summer cabins to sitting behind a mahogany desk in the executive suite. So like there's been like a ton you know, of, of different experiences there too. So I think it's, it's kind of easier for me maybe to put myself in the place of our members mm -hmm. and where they're coming from at mm -hmm. times. Yeah. Very, that, that is one of, one of your many great qualities, very, mm -hmm. very empathetic and, and understanding. Well, what's really mm -hmm. cool is you, like you are like the demographic of, of our client, right? Yes. And like, I am not, Dusty is not. So mm -hmm. like you can see things and have a different perspective than, you know, myself, Dusty, Brandon, Mike, like you are, you know, you bring something that, that we can't bring no matter how hard we try. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's very powerful. But so you, um, you said what brought you here was, mm -hmm. uh, was illness. Mm -hmm. Um, tell me more about that. So, um, you know, they say that your forties is supposed to be, um, you know, your, your twenties kind of, but better. Well, for me, my 40s, I literally fell apart, like in every single way. <laughs> so I was 41 
and it was Christmas time and I got shingles. Um, so actually it was probably the most peaceful Christmas I've ever had <laughs> because I didn't have to go anywhere. I couldn't see anybody. It, I, I just, it, we were, I was just home with my family. So, um, so, you know, there was that sort of silver lining. And I think, I think that's important with any illness is to look for that silver lining because it is there and just kind of really dig deep on, on why you have that illness or, you know, and, and the things that you can do to overcome that. So that was the first one. Um, and then six months later, um, I had meningitis and that took months, if not years of, um, recovery. And, um, yeah, there were moments during meningitis that I actually wanted to die. <laughs> like I actually had my mom write out letters to my kids because wow. I was like, I'm, I'm out of here. I, I can't do this. Like my head hurts too bad. I can't do this. And then I, at the same time, um, I found out later that I probably had Lyme disease at the same time. Um, but, but the symptoms were so similar that they didn't, they didn't really catch that. And so that would be like all the nerve pain. I was like, you know, that, that was probably the Lyme and not necessarily the meningitis speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, uh, 2017, I had uh, thrombocytopenia, which is a, it's a platelet disorder. So you are supposed to have like, I don't know, 240,000 and up uh, platelets in your body. And it just helps um, keep the blood where it's supposed to be. It helps you don't bruise as much, whatever. And I had 12,000. So I look like I'd been in a car accident because I had so, so many bruises all over me. And um, so um, they said, you know, if you know, if it had dropped any more, they would have just admitted me because any bump would have just been it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was on lots of medication for that. Um, it was like a sister chemo drug and then a bunch of steroids and uh, for months, that was months of, of treatment. And you don't always uh, recover from that. But luckily, I, I have. Um, my platelets are still on the low end. They um, hover about 65,000. So I still bruise easily, but um, everything, you know, the blood stays in the veins now. <laughs> it's a little bit better. And then the next year in 2018, I had just been cleared from thrombocytopenia at Christmas and was celebrating that. And in January, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. So then there was another year. Um, and the breast cancer that I had at first, it was in the early stages. And so they set me up for you know, they did the biopsy and were setting me up for surgery. And between, um, between when I was diagnosed and biopsy surgery, in those few weeks, um, it had gotten so aggressive that it had broken out and was traveling. <laughs> so um, when I went in for surgery, they ended up taking a lot more than they expected. Um, and then they had to fill that with something. So <laughs> now I have, like, muscles on my sides that just send excruciating pain every now and then because they're not what they used to be. (laughs) Um, So that's, that's definitely, uh, you know, and that may always be, or it may get better. There's no, there's no saying there. Um, And then I had to do chemotherapy and, you know, lose all my hair kind of thing. Um, And then I had to do radiation after that. So there was definitely a long road with that. Um, And, you know, I think um, when I I mentioned, you know, digging deep about, you know, why is this happening to me? Like, what's happening? And, you know, my marriage had been about a decade of destruction. And I think that, you know, wearing that every single day 
um, definitely affects your being like your emotional state is so connected to your physical body and I don't think we emphasize that enough Mm -hmm. I think people think oh you know I'm so stressed out today I'm just going to go for a run and I'm going to feel great (laughs) well you might feel great but if you don't address all that emotional stuff that put you in that place in the beginning it's going to come back and Mm -hmm. you're not going to feel great again so I think um yeah so that's that's my advice for for people is to to really dig dig deep so 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 my you know the main question here is how are you now i am probably healthier in every way than i've ever been yeah um so i actually by accident ran across a picture of me i think it was uh it was 2012 and i i was so incredibly thin you could see every bone in my hand you could see like my cheeks were totally hollow like and, um, you know, and I thought at the time I didn't realize that I was about to be sick for six years. So when I look back at that, it really, I mean, my hair was brittle. I mean, I still battle with that. I still battle with, you know, gray paper skin and, and brittle hair. And, um, but I think, um, you know, I, I just didn't realize how unhealthy I was, mm. you know, cause people think, oh, well, she's so thin, you know, she's, she must be healthy. And that is not the case. I, I literally, I didn't have enough to work with to fight off all of these things. And then as they kept coming, I just kept getting weaker and weaker. And so I think, you know, then, then the big guys started moving in, those mm-hmm. little cancer creatures. So, you know. And, and, and how do you, I mean, at, at, this, at this point, you know, you're, you're going through all of this, but mm-hmm. on top of it, you're a mom and, I, a, and, <laughs> and a wife. Yes. How do, how do, you, yeah. how do you stay mm-hmm. positive? Um, during this time I I think it's I actually think it's easier to stay positive if you are a parent Mm. because you look at those kids every day and you're like okay even if I can't do this for me I've got to do it for them yeah so I think um I think that actually gives you that extra strength Mm -hmm. that you need and at the time my kids were really little like when I had meningitis my son was like three and a half I mean he was tiny and my mom had to move in with me for weeks and you know because I literally couldn't couldn't leave the bed (laughs) um so you know that's you know humiliating and defeating and you know you just feel so useless you Mm -hmm. know when you're that ill and but to have that help is just immense I mean like there are people that that don't have that like my mom literally dropped everything in her life and moved into my house for weeks at a time at at different times throughout all of this at different times she would move in so, you know, I know that I'm so fortunate. Again, there's that silver lining. Like, you know, I have a lot of family. I have a lot of really close friends. Like that, you know, when I had meningitis, I had um, a dear friend come to my house with her husband. She brought me to the hospital because it was the middle of the night. And her husband stayed overnight with my kids. Oh, wow. She left oh, wow. her kids at home <laughs> and brought her husband to my house to watch my kids because my kids were younger. And I mean, to have friends like that is just really key. Like, you know, I mean, you have your family, but you choose your friends and, and sometimes they can be even more important hmm. when you need them. Very, very well mm-hmm. said. That's wow. a crazy story. I, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't know the, the, the full, like I knew little bits and pieces, but that was the first time I've like heard. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my mom was, you know, growing up and 
and until she passed away she was very sick and mm-hmm. she was very much a go-getter and um to go back to the to the you know thing where you have that motherly energy in the gym like you you have the the same thing that my mom had which is like you just keep going and you f- like at least on the outside mm-hmm. you you show positivity um but it's just got to be hard knowing that like some of those things are out of your control mm-hmm. like so the kids were the biggest thing for you yeah 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 and i you know and and that's another thing to focus on is okay so you can't control this this and this but what can you control yeah you know what you know what what can you claim you know to hold on to and there's always something it may be something really tiny it might be like okay i got up today and put on a shirt okay great you i mean you know like in some days that is it some days that's all there is and you just hold on to that because the next day it might be a shirt and pants <laughs> you know you just um you know you, you just have to focus on on the things that that you can do mm-hmm. instead of worrying and letting all the things that you can't do at that moment take over because you know it just sends you in this downhill spiral and that's that's not good um you know, they say, you know, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And um, that that is true. That is complete. I mean, I fully believe that because if you have your health, you literally can do anything like anything. Um, but if if you don't, it's it's such a limiting factor. It, it really uh, takes its toll. Um, definitely. And I think for me, I wanted to be strong. My, my kids are really sensitive. And so. You know, and they they feed off of, you know, my energy, just like all kids feed off their the energy of their mom in particular, sometimes their dad, too. Um, but in, in my case, it was it was more the mom. And um, so I knew that I, I had to be strong. And so when I um, I actually didn't process going through cancer um, because it was it was just too hard. It was, it was like, I, you know, it was like, you know, yet another illness, you know, and I had no idea They, you know, you really don't know. It could come back. It could not come back. You really don't know. And those first two years after diagnosis are, are key. And luckily I'm three years out now. So that's good. Um, still healthy, still good. Um, but I think it's, it's really important just to, um, you know, at some point you have to process it. So actually one of our members of the gym, she does this, um, she's part of a uh, breast cancer survivor women's weekend thing. And um, I'm really excited. She convinced me to go. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, you know, you really should, you really should. And I said, oh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to think those things again. I don't, I don't want to be back there. And she's like, this isn't about being back there. This is about being forward. Like, you know, looking toward what's next. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, okay, I guess she's right. Because, uh, you know, and all the women there are, you know, have are survivors in in some way, some years ago, some last year, you know. And I was like, all right, maybe it's time. I'm three years out. I'm in kind of that safe zone, I want to say. So maybe maybe it's time to walk the walk. So that is coming up um, the 11th and 12th. So I'm going to go. So, so would, you, would you say that, like, you know, the cancer was the last thing to hit, right? Uh, well, I had COVID in September um, last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
but, in, and, in but re- I did okay. Yeah, but in regards to the like the big kind of like yeah. group yeah. Of, of illnesses. Yeah. So do you think like by the time the cancer hit, you were just like desensitized mm-hmm. by everything and it was just... Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, do you, do you think mm-hmm. it helped you get through it or... I do. I do. Because I had seen, okay, you did that. You went through that illness and you did okay. You got, you know, you went through all the horrible medication and all that stuff and you, and you did okay. And the other thing is going to the doctors, you know, my regular doctor, specialist, whatever, it just became part of my life. Mm. And so by the time the cancer hit, it was like, oh, great, I'm going to go see Will, you know, my doctor at, you know, cancer care, you know, Will Fabricius. And it just became so normal. And I didn't realize how normal it was until about a year out when the appointment started falling off the calendar. And I was like, what, what do I do now? Like, what do I do with my time now? Because it was always like, oh, wait, you have to go get your, your blood work. You know, it's, it's, it's time to, you know, because your appointment's tomorrow and they have to be able to read your results when you're there. So you have to go today to the hospital to get the blood work. And, and I just, um, and all of a sudden I didn't have to think about that as much. Mm. You know, I mean, I still do have to get my blood checked and, you know, I have to go every six months or something, but that's nothing compared to how often I was going yeah. before. Hmm. So, so do, do you think it was, it was actually a, a difficult transition to come out of because it was so routine for so long? Um, no. And that was only because while I was ill, there were times when I was making a list of all the things that I wanted to do when I was well. So all of a sudden, I just kind of threw myself into that list. And, and a lot of that was with my kids. Like, you know, I, you know, there were times I was so sick that I couldn't participate in things with them. I just didn't have the energy. I just literally couldn't do it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go skimboarding with my son. I've never stepped on a skimboard in my <laughs> life. And I totally just, you know, yeah, I just crashed and burned big. But, um, but he thought it was great. You know, he's like, get up, train again, mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to break a hip. Like, you know, <laughs> but you know, I, it was just the fact that I could do that with them, you know, and going for bike rides and just these like simple things that some people just do every day without even thinking about it were mm-hmm. like huge milestones for me to have that much energy to do it without it wiping me out for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, that was really, really big. So, so I do have one more question before I, I take all the time here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I'm very intrigued by your story. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you, do you think that these things made you better? Do you think they made you stronger, mm-hmm. appreciate more things? Like you said you would do, you know, things that you probably wouldn't have done before, mm-hmm. you know, with your kids. Like, do you think talking silver linings, do you think, you know, these terrible things that happened to you, in fact, maybe somehow had a positive effect on your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not just that, you know, I couldn't have done them, you know, like before, before I was sick, I, I probably could have gone skimboarding with my son, but I, I didn't. Instead, I was the one collecting all the kids and driving them to the beach and then, you know, and, you know, making the sandwiches. And, you know, I was doing that instead of participating in what they were doing. I was making sure everyone else was having a good time. And now I was like, gosh, if I don't do this now, like, you know, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> so, so I got to get on the skimboard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I definitely I definitely think my appreciation um, has changed in that. I really value experiences so much more than ever. 
And, you know, now there's a lot more travel in my life. There's, you know, just even little things like taking my daughter to get school supplies, you know, notebooks and whatever, you know, like this, everything is like a treat. Everything is like fun. It's like time with them is just really special. Um, and before it was like, okay, check, school supplies done. Get that off the list, you know. So I just think enjoying those just small moments is probably you know, really key. Used to see it more as a chore kind of. But, yeah. Know. I used to be like, Oh my gosh, now it's, I, now I got to get school supplies, like, yeah. you know? And, and now it's kind of like, let's go, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah. very different. So uh, needless to say, I've eaten a lot more ice cream in the last uh, couple years. Cause I'd be like, let's go for ice cream. So I must <laughs> say that so many times that, and, and my son actually, the last couple times he's like, no, nah, I don't really want ice cream. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, mom, we just went like two days ago. And I was like, oh all right like you know <laughs> but <laughs> that's awesome I was like kids that say no to ice cream i guess i am overdoing it right <laughs> <laughs> okay so you know you've had have these experiences and and now what's pretty cool is you work with a very diverse group of people at hybrid fitness yeah um i mean of really all uh health and fitness levels um how has that uh, how has your previous experiences helped you in what mm -hmm. you're doing today in that work? I think it's helped me connect with them. Um, we do have some members who are breast cancer survivors. And mm -hmm. um, and as soon as they say, oh, you know, I, I have a really hard time, you know, doing planks because it tightens my, my chest and I have a really hard time. Or, you know, or any any sort of chest exercise, you know, is really challenging sometimes. And, um, and I'll say, I, I understand, so let's do this instead, you know. And so I think just ha just just having them know that you heard them makes such a difference, you know. And sometimes they'll even try the exercise anyway, you know, just because they're like, oh, she understands, so I'll I'll give it a try, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think it's um, it's just really important. I think that compassion has to come first, mm -hmm. and and then they're more willing to kind of you know, follow your lead after that. You know, you have to build that trust in in what you're doing, who you're working with. That kind of, um, it, it, that goes to like one of my favorite quotes. Uh, people don't care. Pe people don't care how much you know uh, until mm -hmm. until they know how much you care. Yes. You know, that's it. Something I, like that. Yeah. I might have botched it. No, but that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Like if, if they feel heard and that you're really listening mm -hmm. to them, that, that creates a huge amount of trust for, for them to, to work with you. Mm -hmm. So have you always been a go-getter like you are now? Like before, before the, you know, the sickness that hit you in your 40s? I mean, that has, or has that mm -hmm. given you new perspective and you, you're, just, you're just a go-getter now? No, no. I think I always was a go-getter, but yeah. I think um, how I go about it is probably a little different. Okay. Um, I'm. I guess I'm more selective, and I'm kind of before. You know, it was. It was just to do it to do it, mm. and now it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this. Who's going to benefit? Like that's my next question: is Is it me? Is it my kids? Is it my family? Is it the members of the gym? Mm. Like, you know, if I'm going to do something really crazy in class with all of us, you know, like everybody, we're going to time foot fires right now and it's not on the list or something. <laughs> and, you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I have to think, you know, who, who's going to benefit from this? Like, am I just doing this to do it just, just to check it off? Or am I really going to feel something from this? Mm. 
So you're much more intentional about your actions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That intent, intent is definitely there. Gotcha. Well, what do you, you know, I'm just curious, like, um, where you, you have had quite a bit of travel and I don't think we've talked about that Mm -hmm. either, but travel Mm -hmm. in your life and going through these experiences, um, personally for uh, selfishly, like what advice would you have for me? You know, being like you said, half your age, Yeah. you know, like yeah. what advice do you have for me? Like going into, you know, my next steps of life. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would, what would you say? I would definitely say to make sure you set that time aside mm. because you can always work more. Mm-hmm. That work is never going anywhere. There is always going to be work to do. Oh right? boy, Melissa's gonna like this one. I know. <laughs> well, well, it's actually. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool because Kathy makes mm-hmm. sure I make my date nights, and she holds me. She's like, Hunter, you got date night tonight? Like, no, no, honey, no, you're not. You're not skipping out. And I'm like, I'll work a little more. And she's like, No. Yeah. I'm well, like, I'm, Why are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad somebody else is trying to get you to do that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think that's really important because it's it's those experiences you're going to remember, you know, when you're 75, 95, however old you you end up being and you're toddling around with your cane, um, you're going to remember that that trip you, you know, you took to Costa Rica with Melissa, say, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, instead of, you know, well, hey, that spreadsheet I worked on the other (laughs) night, man, I'm still thinking about that. Uh, No, you won't even care about the spreadsheet, you know. (laughs) And I say this to my kids, like in, in school, like my daughter will be fretting over a math exam, right? And she'll be like, oh my God, you know, I, I got too wrong. You know, I'm like, well, too wrong is no big deal to me. But to her, it's like, you know, that's, that's just awful. And I'll be like, okay, think about it this way. In 20 years, is that two questions you missed going to matter? She's like, I'm not even going to remember them. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, there that's it. That's it right there, you know. So I think, um, you know, when you, when you have you know, especially an emotional issue, you kind of need to put it in the circles. So like anything really big is like part of the target and Mm. anything that's a tiny pebble goes onto one of these outside rings of your circle. And so when, when you feel like life is all coming at you, you just map it, map it on the rings and see, you know, how many really big things are in the middle. When you really think about it, there's probably only one in the middle and all the rest are kind of on the outsides. Damn. Yeah. Wise words from Kathy Kavik. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say real quick though, that like when you're 95, I hope we're still like back squatting and, and, push, <laughs> and pushing each other in the gym. Can, can we make a pack for that right now? Load on the two and a halfs. <laughs> two and a halfs, no yeah. way, dude. Hopefully we'll be at least up to up to four hundred by then. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you have walker races on the turf. I can see it now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, You'll still be here doing the podcast. That's right. And so uh so that's another thing. So you recently just joined in with us on some workouts. I did. I think I think Brandon's gonna put me through my paces for sure. For sure. Um and I'm really looking forward to that because you know, I, I demonstrate exercises for people all the time, right? In all the classes that I teach. But it's really important for me to know what it feels like after the first set, 
after the second set and especially after that third set (laughs) (laughs) and you know like today i was like brandon i I, like this third set is just killing me like you know and so it's good for me to know that because that way when i see someone struggling i'll be like okay you know what's what's happening here you know like is there too much weight do we need to take a break is that knee that you have an issue with is that bothering you like let's let's take it apart and see see what the issue is before we push you Um, you know, I just, I don't want anyone to have pain in the gym. I just, I want them to challenge their body in order to get stronger, but I, I just don't want anybody to be in pain. Mm. It's just, it's, that's just not how it should go. (laughs) It's, it's absolutely great having you, uh, in, you know, join us in our workouts. And and I, I think that, you know, you've been through all of this stuff now, so you understand the importance of building your body up Mm -hmm. a lot of people consider exercise as you know they want to break down they want to lose this lose that but Mm -hmm. like if you go into the gym thinking about building your body Mm -hmm. and growing like that's that's where the benefits are so like seeing you now kind of go through that like it's it's really cool Mm -hmm. so well and i've had members say to me you know when i come to the gym there are times i just want to not think but then when I'm here, you make me think like it, whether they're counting, whether they're, you know, trying to get the dead bugs so the legs and the arms are going in the right direction <laughs> or whatever, you know, and and they're like, you know, it actually said, you know, I've had a few people say that it actually helps their emotional being as well. It, it's like connecting their body to their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I just I can't say enough about that. Like, I just think that is just so key. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for you, Kathy? You know, so, you, you know, you, you, you've got through some of these illnesses and mm-hmm. now you've hopped on board here full time. Like, what do mm-hmm. you see for yourself in the future? What big plans do you have? Well, definitely more travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have a trip planned. It's about a two week trip um, to Peru. Um, with a girlfriend I've known my entire life. There's kind of a group of um, six of us. We've known us uh, each other our whole lives. And uh, we turned 50 this year. <laughs> and um, so she called me up and was like, hey, you know, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, sign me up. Peru, you know, is on my bucket list. So I was really excited. And to be able to do that with her, because we don't live near each other. So to, to spend that time with her is going to be really key. Um, however, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous because my legs really hurt after Brandon's workout. So I'm kind of like, Ooh, am I going to be able to climb all those mountains in Peru? (laughs) So, you know, we'll, we'll see what Brandon can do before I leave. (laughs) More split squats. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. So I guess, um, one thing I did want to say is, you know, you know, through these illnesses and through everything that I've gone through, you know, it's like. When I say like fighting for your great life, it's mm. it's not just about, um, you know. I, when I say fighting, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean it like in an, like an ecstatic, exuberant way. So like if you're fighting for your health, like choose that path. Don't choose the I'm pissed off at the world path because that's only going to add to your emotional baggage and and not be your friend. So you know, as I said, just focus on that silver lining find those people around you that support you um could be family friends trainers co-workers any anybody that's going to help you su- you know support that journey that you're on 
Mm. Um, Cause that will carry you through. God, Very nice. It's a heck of a story. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I mean, mean just, we could probably dive like another half hour, an hour into this, but yeah, but, I mean, there's, there's so many more questions I have. I, know. Um, I mean, I'm still curious about like, pre you know pre 40s and and what Mm. life looked like there because like you said i mean what were the what were the things that you did for for your career you said you worked behind a mahogany desk in the executive office i did yeah and what what else yeah and um well i worked um for three different universities i worked for um colorado state university when i was actually going to school there and through graduate school I was going to school for cultural anthropology, but I worked for the psychology department. I know that sounds kind of strange. It was a research center on campus. Mm -hmm. And then um, I also worked for um, York University in Toronto. Um, So I worked in the theater department and in the law school there. Uh, two totally different things. I know, really crazy. Wow. Um, and then I also worked for uh, the University of Michigan, and it was helping students all across the nation. There was a lot of travel with that. Um, get into multidisciplinary PhD programs. Because most people, when they ta- do their PhD, they focus on one thing, really narrow focus, right? And so this was actually involving more than one discipline. So, you know, you would have people on your committee from like economics and, you know, just just art. You know, you could like combine like a bunch of different things into your PhD program and, and have all those mentors. So it was a, it was supported by the National Science Foundation. So it was a really cool program. Yeah. So wow. that's what I did. And then I had my kids and I was home with them for quite a while. And in between, then I did like odd jobs that worked around their schedule. Um, so I painted, I edited textbooks once I, you know, I like literally random stuff, ran fundraisers, you know, I just did like things that I could do with a kid on my hip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and yeah. And so I, I, uh, worked at a dental office for a few years and that worked around the kids' schedules too. Um, it was, that's fantastic. It was Dr. Medina, Seasons of Smiles in Camden, if anybody needs their teeth cleaned. (laughs) Um, fabulous people. And then from there, I, I came here. And so I came here. My hair was still really short because it was just growing in from, mm. from chemotherapy. Uh, and um, I was like, okay, it's, it's time for a change, time to get strong, time to uh, really invest in yourself. Because, you know, as a mom, you invest in your kids and you make sure that they're all set. And sometimes moms overlook themselves. And I definitely did that. Mm. And. Mm. So if I want to still be here for them, I need to put mom first sometimes. I don't think it's a sometimes. I think it's a majority. Uh, (laughs) A lot of the people that come in here, you know, they get to a point where Mm -hmm. they realize that they can't provide for those they love any Mm -hmm. longer because they have not given themselves Mm -hmm. the attention that they deserve. They're so depleted. They have, they don't have much to give. So yeah, it's time, time to time to get them into the into the spa mm. wouldn't that be nice yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you hunter but i feel like i need to accomplish a lot more in my life after hearing all of that yeah yeah i don't know it's just a it's a different perspective and I, mm-hmm. you know i think it just reminds you that you really need to appreciate what you have and take mm-hmm. the opportunities that you have in front of you and mm-hmm. and yeah and i really liked your framework about you know big picture like what's really important versus what seems important today i I think that's really useful and yeah yeah i feel that same way dusty yeah for sure so Mm -hmm. before we wrap up do you you have one one 
more piece of advice or anything that you'd like to, to, you know, tell the audience or just anything? Mm -hmm. I think, um, when you're faced with a, with a really, you know, what you consider a horrible situation. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll use my, my daughter with the math exam as an example. That's, that's not a big deal, but I'll use it. Um, so what I would say to her is she'd be like, oh, I got two wrong in the exam. I'm like, okay, what is the worst thing that can happen? She'd be like, I, I, could, I could get a bad grade or I, I could fail math. And I'm like, okay, so how is that going to affect the rest of your life? Is it going to physically hurt you? Is it going to hurt your family? Is it going to like, you know, destroy you emotionally? Probably not. So I think any pro- any any problem that you're faced with, you know, I've I've said that to myself millions of times. Like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then when that worst thing doesn't happen, it's like, oh, cool, this is all right. You know, like it's it's easier to move forward once you've you consider it, and then you crinkle it up and you throw it behind you. Hmm. You know, I mean, I have a saying on my refrigerator that says, don't trip over the things that are in behind you. Okay. Hmm. So like, <laughs> you know, like don't linger back there. Hmm. Like, you know, what happened in that past life is gone. It's over. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do going forward? You know, so, so you ate a piece of cake on Saturday <laughs> and you're trying to lose weight. Who cares? Mm. Just move forward. That was Saturday. Today's Monday. Yep. Come to the gym. Hang out with us. Do your work. You know, um, yeah, just just keep moving forward. That's that's it. That's great advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm motivated and I'm a little emotional right now, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I, I, mm. Kathy, thank you for, thank for you. being yes, with us. So this is, I think this is... This is probably one of the most valuable episodes we've done thus far. It, <laughs> uh, I think I think our viewers are going to really get a lot out of it. Um, not only they learn about you, but I mean you provide so much just insight and 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 knowledge and motivation and inspiration. So I think I think everybody's gonna like this one. So yeah, we'll have to have you back for sure. Oh yeah, after wow. that, hell yeah, dude, well, that that was crazy. Thank you. I mean, this is. I mean. If if anything I said helps somebody else, that was why I decided to do this with you. <laughs> because, you know, I everybody everybody needs a helping hand. Everybody needs that last little bit of of something that that pushes them forward. Yeah. It helped me. So Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else before we wrap it up? I got nothing. You got nothing? All right. Thank you everybody for listening. Um if you have not checked us out please do subscribe, you know, give us a review. Tell us what you really think. Um, if you have anything you want us to talk about, you know, drop it, drop it in a message, an email, comments, whatever. Um, we are on YouTube. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are now on Apple Podcasts as well. The big one, the big one. So check us out. Anything else? That's it. Thank you all for listening. All right. Until next time. <laughs>